So how have you been for the last um several weeks? I don't know, dying (laughs) dying slow and prolonged death. No, that does not sound like a good thing. No. I can't breathe, don't know why. No one in the medical profession seems to care. Thanks. That definitely is not a good thing. Yeah, you'd think something as necessary as breathing may put a little more effort into. You know, it's not like I'm complaining, oh, I have aches and pains. I'm like, you know, it hurts to breathe. I'm having difficulty breathing. And they're like, hmm. You have asthma. What do you want? Like, I'm pretty sure it's not asthma. Okay. Like, maybe it's your reflux. I'm like, I don't have heartburn. I can't breathe. <laughs> so they're like, here, take this medication for asthma and this medication for reflux, and maybe one of those will work. And then I get the medications, and I found out that the one for asthma isn't actually really for asthma. It's for, like, chronic bronchitis or whatever. But it lowers your ability to to fight off infections, which means I haven't taken it because Melody's had pink eye. And then she got a bug after that, some sort of viral thing. Like... You know, you'd think that they would have mentioned, by the way, do you have any, like, infections going around your your family? Because this will lower your ability to fight infections. But they're like, no, no, they didn't even mention it. Oh, jeez. That's not a good thing to not mention. Sorry, I'm trying to read the instructions as to how to open up a pop. Is it a Romney? Yep. Okay. And hopefully I did not just break the opener. Okay. Place the opener onto the top of the Romney bottle and press down firmly. With your palm. Oh, okay. Actually, I only need that part. Okay, never mind. I thought I needed that whole thing. Okay. Okay. You know, a lot of times I forget that we're from different parts of the country until you go Uh, saying things like pop. (laughs) We call it soda. Yeah, well, we, we here in Chicago, we call it pop. A pop is a sound you hear when guns go off in my neighborhood. <laughs> Did you hear anything last night? Just a little pop. In our case, that's no, it's a gunshot. Semantics. <laughs> Just a little pop. Come on, open. How much pressure do you need to put 
put into this thing in order for it to open because I'm afraid the opener is going to break. Don't use a hammer. I'm about to. I can tell. I'm just saying, don't use a hammer. <laughs> okay, there we go. And it was actually because I had actually gotten another ramen from another box, which this one is actually grape flavored, so I will actually try it. And this one's actually a glass bottle with a glass marble. Yeah. That's how ramen is supposed to be. But the other bottle is a plastic bottle. Uh, newfangled stuff. So it's kind of like, I don't know what the thing on the inside is going to be. And I'm afraid to open it because it's either octopus balls or takoyaki flavored. So that will be one drink I will not try. Think so? I'd like to keep the contents of my stomach where they're at. Sorry, I'm just getting my dinner. So other than being sick, how 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 else have you been? Other than that, I've been okay. I mean, I've been taking care of Melody while she's been sick. Trying to help a friend get caught up on her paperwork from work. My arthritis in my hand's pretty bad. It's been pretty bad the last couple days. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts just holding the phone. Ouch. Let alone trying to do anything with my hand. And it's in my right hand. I am right hand dominant and blasted inflammation is in my right hand. Yikes. That that no good. I I couldn't rehair a pony if I wanted to right now. Oh dear. The only way I'm going to be able to sew anything is with a sewing machine. I tried sewing something, uh, hand sewing last night, and I barely managed to get it done. It was just trying to fix an ornament. That does not sound good. Well, I've been busy, busy, and busy, busy, busy working my tail feather off. I literally have no tail feather anymore. 
it has disappeared. So, and then I'd been asking my one employer, which I've been working for them for full-time hours, June. Even though I had a full-time job, I was basically putting in 80 hours a week between both jobs. And if if you ask me when I slept, um, that was the nap in between. So I've been asking them ever since this one client came on, because they said once we get this one client on and it gets settled in, we can bring you in full time about two weeks after that. And I thought, okay, great, cool. Well, I kind of let it ride a little bit because there were some issues with the client once it got on. So once that all smoothed out and we were kind of riding smoothly, I started asking, hey, you know, what about getting me in full time? Because, you know, I need health insurance benefits because it was coming up on time for me to go see my pain management physician. And my my manager told me, I'll look into it. I'll talk to HR. I was like, okay, cool. Thanks. And I would never hear back about it. And I would constantly come back at her like every about three weeks or so, three to four weeks, I would ask her, you know, what's going on with this? Well, eventually it got to the point where it's like, okay, you know what, I'm just going to go straight to HR and ask them, you know, what do I need to do in order to get get on full time? I should have just kept my mouth shut because it actually came back and bit me in the backside. My Q&A, which they had not been telling me what my Q&A score for this client was until like a week before I'd just gotten told this, which was lower than what they needed it to be, but this client is extremely hard to work. I get a call from my, my manager the week before Thanksgiving telling me that I can't come on full-time right now. We can revisit it at the beginning of the year and that I have to cut my hours back to 29 hours per week. Which I was like, okay, because I couldn't, you know, argue with her about it. So it was like, okay, you know what? That's it. I need to find I need to find a secondary job. So 
So I looked for a secondary job, applied for two, got a call back from one, tested with it, interviewed with it. Thing was a-okay. Got a phone call last Monday, which was supposed to be the start date, that I didn't get the new job. That they'd already filled up all the positions. Mm. Which I was a little upset about because it was kind of like, okay, you interviewed me for it. And you guys, basically, you're telling me at the time you interviewed me, you already knew that all the positions were filled. Yeah, that seems kind of duplicitous. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that you went through that. Well, the story's not over yet. I got a phone call the very next day from from the manager I had interviewed with the day before Thanksgiving. That the client called them up, said we opened up a few more positions, and she goes, would you like a position? And it's like, um, yeah. (laughs) (sighs) So I start this week. Well, congratulations. So there's only one downside to it. Do we have to change the day of the show? I have to work 8 to 5 through Friday Eastern time. So 7 to 4 Central time? Yeah. That sounds like a fairly normal schedule. I am not a daytime person. <laughs> yes, but unfortunately, the world is set up for daytime people. So, yeah, those of us who belong to Princess Luna, we just have to adapt. Yeah, so I'm going to have to start working that job at 7 a.m. My mother got... My mother got a kick out of it because she got to, like, stand there and laugh at me and go, ha, ha, you have to get up at at 6 a.m. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, at least it doesn't start until Tuesday, so I still have one extra day to kind of get my body closer to waking up at at that time tomorrow. So, but it's going to have to take making sure I take my medication at the right time, at the same time every day. Well, you should be doing that anyway. When I start working, I tend to, you know, zone out. Well, you're just going to have to stop that. Yep. So do you have any pony news for this, well, for the last few weeks? No. Sadly, I don't. 
Mm-hmm. I'm talking to Pandora Rose. <laughs> Do you want to say hi to Pandora Rose? Are you sure? Because you were super excited about the idea. You're going to break that. <laughs> oh, you've already stretched it out. Look, now it's like way too big. It doesn't fit you anymore. Uh, stop. Just give it, give it, give it, give it, give it, give it. Matt, right now. Just Uh-oh. give it. Are you are you sure you don't want to maybe say hi to everybody on My Little Pony Talk? Are you tired? Are you hungry? You have to wait for me to be ready to decorate the tree, and I'm not ready yet. I've already decorated a tree. No, I'm not almost done talking to Pandora. I just got on the phone with her. I don't know. We'll try and we'll try and keep the the show short. Okay. Go watch Christmas Chronicles until I'm ready. There you go. Have you seen Christmas Chronicles yet? Not yet. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. I never realized how much I needed to have Kurt Russell be Santa Claus. It's He's on my list Santa to watch. Claus. It's on my list to watch. You won't regret it. You will not regret it. It is a good movie. And it takes place in Chicago. I do have something Tony related. It is officially my la- my very last MLP box subscription. Ah. Because, yeah, the box is not worth the price, and I'm not going to waste my friend's money on it. And granted, yeah, it had a few months where it was very much worth the price, but yeah, it's it's shoddy as to when it's going to be worth it or not. Yeah. So this month's um, the list it says a featured MLP box item. The item that's in here is a box. Secrets set, which it looks like it's just a diary set. Actually, let me Google this. Box secrets set. Do you not actually have the box? I do have the box. I just want to... Can you tell what it is by opening the box? Well, yeah, I can see what it is. For It's like a diary set. Because it has, like, the keys for, for a diary in there. So it's a My Little Pony-themed diary set. So, and, okay, on 
I just looked it up on Google. From Walmart, you can get this thing for $9.80. So they sent you a $9.80 product? Yeah. And how much is it is the the thing or things that you receive supposed to be valued at? Over twenty dollars. This is not over twenty dollars if it's nine dollars and eighty cents. Oh, but wait, I got two sets of ninety six stickers sets from the My Little Pony movie too. That's still probably not equal to twenty dollars. No. Because the box is supposed to be double the amount of the purchase price. And the last few months it hasn't been. The Funko Pops have been the ones where it has been at the right at the right dollar amount. Hmm. So it seems to be that they kind of just kind of fluctuates. It's like you get stuff that's worth over 20 for a couple of months and then for several months after it's well below that. So. I would write them and complain. I did. And when I actually canceled the subscription, I put on there the box is very inconsistent with the value of it fluctuating month after month. So, yeah. But I did get a belated Valentine's Day gift, which is where I got the grape um, remained from. Great as it's de- as it's December, would you really call it belated Valentine's Day, or would it be early Valentine's Day at this point? Well, my friend had said it was belated slash early because originally he had ordered it for Valentine's Day, but then they canceled the order on him, And then they contacted him once the pa- the package had come back up. Basically, it's a subscription box from, let me see, Manga Here, no, Manga Spice Cafe, which they give you three mangas, and it's just like going to like a maid cafe like a manga maid cafe. They just throw some treats in there with it, a pop. 
but the one he had ordered was very specific. Ah. It was supposed to be for Valentine's Day. But they had canceled it due to an item not being in stock. But then they re-offered it as being a magical girl box. And the main reason why he, he had gotten it was because it had a copy of the re-release of Sailor Moon, the first volume. Okay. Which, when I got the box, I, I emailed him and I said, you told me a box was coming. He goes, yeah. It's like, I already have this manga. Mm-hmm. And he goes, is there anything different about it? And I said, yeah, it's in a plastic bag. He goes, well, see, there you go. You have one that you can set aside and save, and you don't have to worry about damaging it. <laughs> so, plus, I also got Card Captor, the 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 new Card Captor, the first manga from from that series, the newest one, Card Captor Clear. Mm, I'm not not really up on the current stuff. Okay, talk about hard to drink. It's hard to drink? Yeah, because I can't figure out how to... Okay, you sip it. Mm, it's actually pretty good. Okay. Let me grab the blind bag pony of the week, and we can get into the topic of the evening, which is the Christmas celebration that I hated at first. <laughs> so let me rummage around in here. Oh, never mind. Hold on. That was easy. I just stuck my finger into the hole. (laughs) And just pulled it right out. I just got to get it off my finger. Okay, there we go. Okay. LP merch. Uh, I'm going to go get a Cardi on. Okay. Winter in my apartment is like outside with less ventilation. Yikes. I'm actually thinking that part of the problem may be that the apartment is actually making me sick. We don't really have proper proper airflow and ventilation in here. Okay, so I don't know why I was trying to figure Not out yet. which way 
which wave this one was from. This is wave 20. And we have... Upper East Stride. And he is set up with Bodie Main. Let's see if I have Bo yet. Have I opened up Bo yet? No, I have not. I have not opened up his buddy yet. Our topic this evening is Best Gift Ever, which at the time when it came out was my worst nightmare ever. Oh, really? I liked it. Once I finally saw it. Here's the thing. It came out on TV in October. Oh, that's unfortunate. I have this... I hate anything Christmas-related prior to Thanksgiving. Well, then I will send you... uh... The Christmas Can Can by Straight No Chaser. <laughs> You'll get a kick out of it. Okay. I mean, I watched this episode. Mind you, I had, I was at my uncle's house. I had taped it on his DVR, and my mother, who said, you know, I thought you always hated Christmas any other any other month, but you know, My Little Pony's just fine. It's like, no, I hate the fact that it's got a Christmas thing on right now. And why did you watch it so early? Because that was going to be my only chance to watch it. I didn't know if you it don't was have... going to hit Netflix. But it did hit Netflix. Uh... I didn't know when it was going to hit Netflix. I did not know if it was going to hit our on-demand. And I had forgotten my my DVD, my DVD player has been kind of a little wonky when it comes to taping things. It actually missed the last part, the last four episodes of season eight. So, yeah. So, I was irked about it then because you're watching a Christmas special and when they're going to commercial on Discovery Family, it's Halloween themed. 
because they have intros to commercial intros to when the commercial is going to start and the outros to when the commercials are going to end so that like you have that like 30 second like commercials are about to end get your butt back here if you've left the couch so it to me was kind of a little irking because it's like you have Christmas and then Halloween all at the same time If they would have did it, if they would have shown it after Halloween, that would have been great because that's the one thing that really irks me is like everybody skips over Halloween. It's like Halloween is not even a holiday anymore. Well, and they very clearly have a Halloween celebration in in Ponyville. I almost called it Ponyland because I'm old. Um, yeah. yeah, they have it's uh, Nightmare, Night. Nightmare Night. So that should have but, been what was on on Halloween was a Nightmare Night special. Yeah, and that was the biggest thing because this was on in the U.S. the weekend before Halloween. Mm, disappointing. So this was on the twenty twenty eighth of October. But, but ignoring the timing, the thing I which think, I mean, I don't want us to spend all night having you complain about the fact that it was on before Thanksgiving. Well, the other thing is, I think because this makes them having this made them have two Christmas specials in one season because. They had one Christmas episode within the se- within the season, and this did special they? was made. Yeah, they did. It was um, mid season, and they had a Christmas special. This one was out of season. This was when after season eight had ended, but. The thing here was um, oh god what is the what is the celebration that they celebrate again? Heartwarming Eve, the heartwarming Eve yes. episode that they showed revolved around the students of the school. oh, them it did boring it did not. Actually, I liked it because I liked the episodes where it did not focus on the main six. Because I have zero interest in the school. I have zero interest in the school. That was something different. But I think they figured, oh my God, we had a we had a. Heartwarming Eve. We had a holiday episode, and we didn't have. We barely had the main six in there. Oh my God! We have to make a whole special for them. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen any of season eight. It's. I was fine with the end of season seven. I would have been fine if they stopped with the end of season seven. 
No. Actually, I liked season eight. But we can discuss that on another another show because that is a whole other topic. But um, they realized that they did a holiday episode and it did not focus on the main six. The main six were really not in the picture in that episode. So, but I kind of... At the time I, I liked, watched it, I didn't, I didn't like it because it was Halloween time, and you know that was irking me. But I rewatched it today, but now I actually like it. Yeah, I, I watched it a few days it. ago, and it was it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I like, I like the three reindeer. Of gift giving. Oh, we will get into that. We will get into that. But I loved how everything did start. They were all looking for gifts for everybody. But then you get the Twilight Sparkle. And she's doing what she normally does. Overthinking it. Yeah, overthinking it, panics, and everything. Well, but but see, that's the thing that I kind of like about Twilight that makes her relatable to me. She's sort of, she has anxiety. Like, she has, she, she has, she has anxiety. She overthinks everything. She overplans for everything. She has lists. Like, I recognize these symptoms. So, I I appreciated having a main character that was suffering from anxiety over the holidays because she felt like if she didn't get it exactly right, everybody was going to be mad and, and like, it was going to ruin Christmas because I go through that every freaking year. Yeah. I do, too. And I love the fact that her brother and her sister-in-law like, they don't hold it against her. They're just like, yeah, we figured. <laughs> you got that look in and, your eye. And I love how they had, I love how everybody has a name for it. If I remember correctly, it was Holiday Madness. I I don't remember. I don't remember what it was called. But no, it was it was it was great because yeah, it showed somebody who's just overstressed, overthinking, trying to get things for everybody. But then they did the Secret Santa, which I don't know why they had to rename it to Santa Helper or. Or, or, yeah, Santa Helper. And they could have just called this Secret Santa. Because that's exactly what it is. 
I don't know. Maybe it sounded. Maybe they were were worried it would sound less special to kids if it was something they instantly recognized. Yeah, I think that they were trying to really gear that one towards kids, despite the fact that ninety percent, like, of their audience is adults. <laughs> you know, I think most of what why I don't really watch the show anymore is because they've stopped writing it for kids and started writing it for adults. They, they kind of killed the magic for me. But anyway, um, this episode wasn't bad. And, and yeah, I, 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 I did enjoy watching Twilight go over the top, trying to do something that was way unnecessarily complicated. Oh, yes. So I was just, I feel I feel her. I feel her pain. Uh, oh yeah. Every season. Oh yeah. And then but I loved the, how the part that irritated me was Fluttershy. Like I yeah. get it. Fluttershy is sort of timid and all that, but she's not normally an idiot. Yeah, they really dumbed her down for this episode. They, it's like they, they put a blonde wig on her and said she's going to be the blonde dimwit for this episode. I mean, just because someone is quiet or timid doesn't mean they're they're gullible. Like thing about Fluttershy, it, it isn't that she's gullible. Like, she's never been gullible. She's been nervous. No. She's been scared. She's been angry. But she's never been gullible. The only time she's ever been duped into anything was when she was trying to be more assertive. But that wasn't really because she was gullible. Exactly. That was that was her wanting to be someone else so badly. Yeah. That like not realizing she was already good enough kind of blinded her. But she like she, again, she's never been like flat out like gullible. Like she's she's just not that kind of character. So I didn't like the fact that they made her that character in this. It didn't fit her. Yeah, I did not like that either. I mean, as many times as she has met Slim and Slam, as many times as she has seen them in their disguises, she should have recognized them right off the bat. I mean, come on, seriously. Well... As well, as well as she knows all of her friends, there is no way that someone as thoughtful and conscientious as Fluttershy would have picked that doll for Rainbow Dash over the Daring Do book. Right. There's no way. Absolutely not. I mean, this is the Fluttershy 
that was a, that that realized that the only way to save Discord at his own tea party was to make it chaotic. Like, yeah. And figured out how to actually do it. Oh yeah. Like this is this is the Fluttershy that upon entering his house and having it look normal was like, wow, something's really wrong here. Mm-hmm. I agree. And yet she thought that her friend, who's more of a action pony than a sit-and-play-with-dolls pony, would want a really poorly made doll simply because the person behind the counter is like, but it's limited edition. Like, so? And as I said, she's seen Slim and Slam how many times and how many different outfits. She would have recognized them right off the bat. I mean, they are not that that hard to miss. Well, no. As soon as I saw them, I'm like, that's Slim and Flam. Mm-hmm. Well, the disguises are not that great. As soon as I heard them, it was Slim and Flam. It's like So that part about it bothered me bothered me too because it's kind of like really seriously you didn't even bother to hide the fact that it's flim and flam I mean yeah they kind of tried to by throwing on some ugly sweater ugly Christmas sweaters but that's about it yeah well I mean I did like seeing flim and flam get their comeuppance because that's always oh, yeah. gratifying. But oh, yeah. I think they could have had that without making Fluttershy look like an idiot. Like, her and Applejack could have seen the scam going on and come up with a plan without having Fluttershy buy into it. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree there. Love the fact that they did do the Secret Santa. And then Spike was the Pinkie Pie was all for it. And I thought that was so much fun to fun to watch. She's like, Woo, game of chance. Woo Secret Until she realized that like she was only supposed to get one person something, and she had already bought everybody a something. Yeah, it was like, I only get to give one person something? What the heck is up with that? Uh-uh, no, I do not like that idea. Uh-uh, no. No, we are going the other way. <laughs> I think she should have given the hats and the, the the gift she gave. But, you know, that's just me. Yeah, that that's me too. I mean, I've done that before where I've done a secret Santa thing and, you know, I've had friends and other friends in the office and I've still given them something. 
Yeah. You know. So it's like that way it's like, you know, this is a gift for all of us. But this is the special gift for you. Yeah. So, but yeah. But yeah, I loved how her sisters tried to cheer her up. And it didn't work. She went to Yak Yakistan. Just I love the Yak out. Prince. Oh, yeah, the Yak Prince is great. And she comes up behind him and goes, guess who? And he's saying, like, is it this? No. Is it this? No. Is it this? No, it's Pinkie Pie. Oh, I know it's it's honorary pink yak, yak pony. Yak, honorary yak, yak friend or something. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, right, you didn't know. <laughs> is it Sven? Is it Bjorn? <laughs> is it my mother? I love how he, he, pulls, he, he pulls her inside and he's like, I have to let you in on a little secret. Yak's good at everything except gift giving. Yeah. That was like, oh, oh my God. I can't believe it. I love it. Some self-awareness. But he has to keep it secret. Yes. Like, remember, tell no one else. Oh, absolutely not. And she leaves. I'm going out on my secret quest for the gift givers. Yeah, that that part was hilarious when she left and she did that. And it's like, wow, seriously. How did she but you know what? baby a secret? She almost <laughs> killed her, remember? <laughs> but I, I, I would think that the Yaks would have paid more attention to Pinky if she had been quiet. Like, I sincerely doubt anybody notices Pinky yelling strange things in the middle of a town square anymore. Not even the yaks. Like, oh, look, there's Pinkie Pie. Yeah, I think that's that's about it nowadays. But, yeah, I loved when she got to the cottage and all of a sudden bursts open and the reindeer is there and it's like... Whoa, wait a minute, hold up, whoa, pause, am, am I, yeah, I'm still watching My Little Pony, I, I didn't, it didn't turn to something else. <laughs> There's reindeer, the problem is, is Hasbro will never, ever make them. Yeah, that's, that's the sad part, because, because Hasbro stopped ever. doing its job. And stopped having the toys coincide with what was going. Like they 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 blew it with the G fours right from the get go. Because they had all these these ponies that weren't like what they looked like in the show, and the only two who had the right animals were Fluttershy and Applejack. Everybody else got some random animal. Well. 
see there what it was was there was a miscommunication between the hub the hub network at the time that's what the, that's what the the network was called yeah and I remember. Asbro, as to what the characters were going to look like going to have what Hasbro had was their you know their oh god what am i thinking of their store their their original storyboards but as you know when any tv as tv shows are being created as movies are being created things change constantly So that's why there was such a big, huge difference. But what Hasbro did drop the ball on was once the show aired, still kept Not, Celestia Pink. Yeah, for the longest time. No, it, it well, and it's like you know when when the Crystal Empire came out. I was super excited because I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to get. Glitter ponies again. We're going to get clear glitter ponies again. With twinkle eyes. With twinkle eyes. Because that's what they looked like in the Crystal Empire. Did we get that? No. no. We got matte ponies with with weird shaped eyes that were just painted on, but they weren't crystals. They weren't clear. And they weren't especially glittery. Like, it was, it, it, it made me upset. Yeah. And there were all these boy ponies in the show, but they weren't releasing boy pony toys. Like, the first boy pony toy we got was Shining Armor, but you had to be able to afford to buy the castle. The wedding castle or you, with Shining Armor and or and Cadence. You had to go, or you had to go the day after Thanksgiving and grab it, which is when I got it. Yeah. And then eventually they started releasing Shining Armor without the castle and like a set with like him and Cadence or something, but no castle. But we we didn't get Big Mac. They only just recently started making Big Mac. Yeah, we don't we don't and have him. We've 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 just barely gotten him. I mean, you have Flash Sentry, which is a popular character. Everybody wants to see a pony version of him, even though he's only been in the in the in the show and in the movie once. Well, I mean, well, I mean, he was in. Yeah, he was only in pony form in one of them, but he's been yeah, in quite he's, a few of the movies as a but humanoid. Um, yeah, but people want the. They want the pony version of him. Well, yeah. And then, I mean, you know, they released Mrs. Cake, but they didn't release Mr. Cake, and the baby ponies that came with her weren't pound cake and pumpkin cake. Like, they they have really dropped the ball on this whole thing, and now we've got, you know, when they first, when they had those delegates from Saddle Arabia, those would have been basically merry-go-round ponies. The way they were dressed, they had bridles, they had saddles. 
Oh, they yeah. looked amazing. We didn't get those. Nope. Now there's these three reindeer. And Which I know I we're not going to get those. I loved the introduction to them. I loved the one, the older one who first opened the door and goes, what in Blue Blitzen's took you so long? <laughs> I love that their names were Aurora, Bori, and Alice. Aurora, Bori, Alice. <laughs> Which and that they're basically, you. they're basically the three fates. Well, they're well. You well, can either call them the three fates, call them ghosts of Christmas, Christmas past, past, present, present. And future, or you can call them also um, the daughter, the mother, and the crone, depending yeah. upon which yeah. holiday you celebrate. So they really, with this one, embrace pretty much every every sort of that they could could have embraced with this one. But I mean it was it was it was great, you know, and and it's I'm just sad that we won't ever see the toys. Like the, there'll be one or two customizers who maybe make them once. But Hasbro will oh. never make official versions. Yeah, I know, and that that they'll be lucking out there. And nobody, I I sincerely doubt there's going to be a single customizer out there who ever bothers to make any of the yaks, which I think is unfortunate because I think the yaks are pretty cool. But, yeah, I thought it was quite funny when Pinkie Pie is in the house with the three of them and they're all talking and for Alice goes, I'm going to get that box I know she's going to like. And Borealis goes, yeah, Aurora knows every everything that has happened. Alice knows everything that's going to happen. I'm just here to make sure to keep to keep them in keep them in line. Keep the peace. I, I, I'm just here to keep the peace. <laughs> kind of like, I'm just here to make sure the two of them don't kill each other. Yeah. That, that was hilarious. To hear. Coming out of somebody in that show. Well, I mean, she's sort of like uh Well, she is the mother oh, type. The the lasagna. Yep. Uh it's uh, well, it's kind of like the green fairy from Sleeping Beauty, uh Fauna. Is it Fauna? No, that's Flora. Uh, yeah. No, it is Fauna. Wait. Doesn't matter. Meriwether's blue. It's Fauna because Flora wears pink, even though you'd think that the thing, the fairy named after plants would wear green, and the fairy named after flowers would wear, or that was named after animals would wear pink. But whatever. Um, yeah, she's she's the the green.
green fairy. She's the one that's like trying to keep the other two from, you know, doing something drastic. Well, as I said, she's the mother type character. When you first see her pop onto the screen, what is she doing? She's wearing an apron and she's baking cookies. She's doing things a mother would do. Those are things my dad would do, but whatever. She's parental. Yeah, and what often happens when you have an older an older person in the family and a younger person in the family, they're going to butt heads because of a generational gap. So she becomes the, you know, goalkeeper to keep things peaceful in the household. So it completely makes sense. So, and I love how they just get this gift together. Wow, that just really popped. It's a very interesting smell, too. And she, Pinkie Pie looks at the box and goes, ooh, I like this box. And Alice goes, see, told you. <laughs> I mean, that to me was hilarious. But when she opens the gift, she's like, ooh, the perfect gift. I don't get it. <laughs> and then it's like, you will eventually. And it's like, okay, what's in the box? And then, okay, that is very interesting. Well, am I the only one? It's a little irritated with Cadence and Shining Armor as far as their parenting skills. Well, I thought we'd get to that once after we got through all the ponies getting and their gift fiascos. Yeah. We had Spike who was upset because he can only buy for one pony, and he ended up with Rainbow Dash, and he wanted Rarity. And I love how he asked Applejack if they could trade. And he started talking, and she goes, I don't have Rarity. And it's like, what do you mean? I, I didn't say anything about rarity. I didn't I, I didn't mean anything about rarity. What are you talking about? I didn't mean... And it's like, dude, seriously, it's been eight years. <laughs> Just fess up already. And he goes through each and every one of them. The only one that doesn't tell them I don't have rarity is... And that's about it. He gets to Fluttershy, asks her, and she goes, and she's looking at something sparkly. So it's kind of like dead, dead giveaway, one of the dead giveaways that that's who has her. And well, and that's he, the other thing, like, 
Fluttershy knows what Rarity wants, but can't figure out Rainbow Dash? Exactly. I mean, they've been, her and Rainbow Dash have been friends a heck of a lot longer than her and Rarity. They were friends when they were living up in Cloudsdale. Yeah. In fact, Fluttershy was Rainbow Dash's first friend. Exactly. So that made absolutely no sense at all. For her not to know what to get her. But I love how he finally gets Rarity's name. And then doesn't know what to get her. Well, and again, it's the overthinking thing. Except this time it's not from anxiety. It's because he likes her so much. Because he has a crush on her. And his immature inability to express those feelings. Yeah. Are getting in the way. But I love how he went with the, okay, I'm going to make her something. And it's very much a childlike gift. Of just taking glitter, taking some glue, and throwing it on something. (laughs) I am so glad he wrote the song. (laughs) So am I. Because I was kind of mad when I saw him making some, you know, uh, an ugly glitter-colored parasol. That was just like, oh, my God. And when he fell asleep, it was like, thank God. He'll probably wake up and think, okay, I am like an idiot and do something different. Thank God. Um... Applejack pretty much was straightforward. She just helped out Fluttershy to finagle the the Flim Flam twins. Then we get to Rainbow Dash. And I love how she comes out of the store with a candle and goes, Candle, done! And then the candle starts talking, and it's obviously Discord, and she yells, Ah! Ghost candle! That made me smile. Well, and again, you'd think by now, all the ponies would be used to Discord. By now. Yeah, especially popping up the way he does. You know, because in in real Rainbow Dash style, what she should have said was, oh, hi, Discord. Yeah. So, and they get into this big, huge discussion about... um, Fluttershy's gift because 
of course, this court, in his mind, he's her very best friend. He wants to make sure she gets the best best heartwarming gift ever. And he wasn't and, invited to participate. Right. And so he suggests something that only the fastest pony could possibly get. So he baits her into getting this thing, which he knows is going to work. And they get this thing, which is called a chilchilla, if I remember correctly. Yeah, a chilchilla. Which, after sunset, turns into a chinzilla. Yes. (laughs) Which is about 500 times bigger than what it originally was, has claws, fangs, and wants to eat you. But you know what? Discord was right, though. It was, was the best right. present for, for, for Fluttershy. It because it's a cute, present. fuzzy thing. And it's the only, it, it's something, it, it caused a problem that only Fluttershy can solve. So Fluttershy yep. gets to be the hero. Yep. So that was the perfect gift. But then we get to Twilight Sparkle, who got Pinkie Pie and figured, okay, this is going to be easy. I'm going to decorate the house first, and then I'm going to go out and get her gift. But then Spike walks in, trying to find out if she has rarity and goes aren't you worried because that's going to be like the only gift you're going to give and that has to be the most ultra special gift you're going to have to give somebody and turns her back into Wily Twily as Shining Armor Calder yeah Which I thought was ultra cute. And she goes completely insane until until she's thinking, you know, what do I get her? Do I get her this? Do I get her that? Do I get her cupcakes? Do I get her cake? Do I get her pudding? And then she goes, pudding. (laughs) And it's like, whoa, did she just channel Pinkie Pie or something? Because that's something Pinkie Pie would have done. Yeah. So she comes up with the idea of making the pudding, Chancellor Pudding's pudding, but then, of course, there's no recipe for it. And She's running around trying to find it. And of course, Shining Armor, Cadence, and Flurry Heart show up. 
And she's like, you guys weren't supposed to show up until tomorrow. That's what your that's what your telegram said. You mean the telegram we sent yesterday? <laughs> and she's just like, um, yeah. Got to go. <laughs> Chancellor Puddinghead, that's that's the name of the character. Yes. And she finally gets all of the ingredients, and she's in the kitchen cooking. And <laughs> it's funny because, again, here comes Shining Armor, Caden, and Flirtyheart. You should have just had to make a work moment. Instead of making a wand, have more light shining down from the star. If you do that, then it just looks like a lot of light is coming down. If you do lots of lines, then it doesn't look like a wand. But you scribbled it, so now it's... No, I didn't scribble it yet. Well, good. Don't <laughs> scribble it. Just, just instead of just have a bunch of light rays coming off of the star, and then it won't look like a wand anymore. There you go. Oh, no, it won't. What? What about the line? Well, one line among many is less noticeable. I have an idea. Well, good. No. Don't. You need the second star. Why? Because that's where Earth is. No, I'm not making the. I'm not making that. I'm not making the galaxy. I think you're tired. No, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> yes, but you're sad over something that's not actually a problem, and that means you're tired. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, you smell like Auntie Sarah. Yep. yep, you smell like Auntie Sarah. <laughs> I smell like your sister. Yep. But my sister babysat Melody for a while today. Now Melody uh, smells okay. like sandalwood. Sandalwood? Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Sandalwood. But, yeah, I loved how she was in the kitchen. She had all the ingredients together. Shining Armor, Cadence, Flurry Heart walk in. Shining Armor goes. Flurry Heart had a great time sledding. We're just sorry that her aunt couldn't join us. And Twilight is just so in the zone of making this pudding that she eventually turns around and goes, huh? And he's like, hello, do you not remember us? The ones that came all the way from the Crystal Empire just to see you and be with you for the holiday? And not you can say how much how much bad parents they were because I know this is the point point where they were bad parents. 
Yeah, so I don't know if my stressed out neurotic sister was frantically trying to make an impossible recipe in the kitchen, that would not be the time to be bringing my chaotically magical toddler into the kitchen. <laughs> you know, the chaotically magic, formerly chaotically magical infant that almost destroyed the Crystal Empire. <laughs> Just By destroying the born. crystal heart. Just yeah, right after she was born. born. <laughs> and drove Auntie Twiley insane on the one day she took her for an Auntie and Niece day. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, like not only is that kind of bad parenting, it's also kind of like, I don't know, not being the best sibling. I get it. They were irritated that she was, like, freaking out over the pudding. But at the same time, they knew she was freaking out over the pudding. And they made the situation yeah. worse. Yeah, because... And I don't know how Caden could not figure this out. Twilight had gotten all of the ingredients perfect in the pudding. And of course, you know, Flurry Heart sees the book and sees that Twilight's cooking something and makes a bag of flour poof, just as she poofs. And puts that in Cadence's arm. You would think that that bag of flour would weigh much more differently than Flurry Heart would. Cadence would have noticed the, the, the sudden difference, you know? Like, yeah. If, I mean, at some yeah, point, I mean, you as a parent, and I'm guessing that the people who write this show aren't or they're the sort of parents that like they work all day so like they're kind of checked out and it becomes the other parents problem all day yeah the kids do because like if you're an engaged parent like you notice you notice everything part of why I don't sleep at night is because even though Melody's in her own room now my my body is needs to hear her so the whole time yeah. I'm in any other room, I am listening. Like, I have a radar going, like, mm-hmm. based, the, based on, 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 on sound waves, telling me where my child is and what she is doing and, and you know, if there is a problem. Like, I am hearing her breathing. Yeah. I am hearing her move. She rustles in bed. I'm in there checking to make sure. So I just... I don't know how Shining Armor and and K- Princess Cadence are so oblivious. I mean, mm-hmm. it was forgivable when when Flurry Heart was first born. I mean, an alicorn being born to non-alicorns is not something that's supposed to happen. Yeah, and then the fact that I mean. 
Cadence wasn't holding her when she poofed. I mean, here she is holding the kid when she poofs and poofs in a bag of flour. I am sure yes. that bag of flour does not weigh exactly the same amount as a flurry heart does. I mean, well, what does flurry and it, hearts it, do? Like, analyze the dead weight versus. Go... Well, I mean, you know, dead weight versus live weight. A yeah. a live wiggling baby or toddler feels way different than carrying, even if it's the same weight carrying a dead weight sack of something like I mean, unless I mean did Flurry Heart like you know magically make that bag of flour like feel like it's like a wiggling baby or something because I mean she had to have done something to that poor yeah. bag of flour that kid well, just, just did not realize it and the fact that they are looking dead straight at this pot as Flurry Heart is adding extra ingredients to this pudding and they don't say anything. Well, I mean, really what saved the episode for me was was Pinkie Pie. Oh, like yeah. going to get the gift. Like because, well, because Aurora Boy she wasn't, Alice she was knew, knew what was going to happen. Yeah, but I mean, not just that, but I mean, the fact that, you know, when Pinkie Pie Allison couldn't do her original gift because the rules changed, like, she's like, oh, well, I'm just going to go find the best gift givers ever and I'll ask them. It's fine. Like, she, she she wasn't stressed about it, really. And then, like, when she when her, her yak friend to, is like, I can't help you, here's bit, where you need to go. Because it's kind of like we're kind of skipping over what happened. Um, what happened was more stuff was put into the pudding, so the pudding exploded. Well, the, the, it basically turned into the smooth. Let what the smooth and, was supposed to be. And it was hilarious because you have Cadence, Shining Armor, and everybody inside the castle running, going, look out, it's the pudding. And they're running towards the entrance of the, of the castle. And then you have... Um, Rainbow Dash running into the castle with Discord going, oh my god, run away! It's a chinzilla! So it's like, you have two problems at the same time. Which we have Fluttershy, who basically does her usual stare down with with the chinzilla and just tells him, look, if you ain't going to behave, you just need to take your butt back home. After Discord was like, if only there was somebody here that could 
take and do something with animals and was like with like a ton of arrows pointing at her and she's like who me and And again that was them dumbing her down for the episode like in dragon shy as soon as her friends were threatened by the dragon even though she was terrified of dragons she stopped being terrified of the dragon so that she could like take care of business and that's just how fluttershy is when the when the cutie mark crusaders were were being threatened by the cockatrice she stared down the cockatrice like nobody had to remind her she just did it but suddenly in the christmas episode she's like i don't understand what to do yeah she is suddenly the blonde i'm just a vacant empty empty headed creature it needs to be handheld and be told what to do. Yeah, she's like the, the pe- other yeah. half of Sailor Moon because um, Twilight Sparkle goes, I don't know what I need to do because I don't know what else I need to add to this this pudding to fix it. Because and... I don't know what Flurry Heart added, so I don't know. What I need to add. And basically, if you have watched the new Sailor Moon Crystal, they kind of took took this from that from the last season where Sailor Moon took took the grail, jumped into, um, the ooze and what? opened up the gray there was like an ooze that was gonna take over Tokyo to destroy it. That was what, I remember um, that from the manga. What was that stuff? It was like Yeah, it was in the manga. I'm trying to figure out what it was who who was that character? Mistress Brown, Andy. Who was the ultimate bad guy in season three that was looking for Mistress Nine to wake up? Pharaoh Ninety. Yeah, it was Pharaoh Ninety that she she jumped into and opened up her brooch and opened up the power of the um, chalice chalice to go ahead and basically stop him dead in his tracks. Well, basically, Pinkie Pie remembered what she had and said, I know what to do, and dove right in and did exactly what Sailor Moon had done, which was dove right in with exactly what she needed needed to stop the enemy. I don't know. For me, it reminded me more like my, the uh, the My Little Pony movie with the with the smooth and like how the witches needed to add that one ingredient, the flume, to make the smooth invincible. Except in this case. Pinkie Pie needed to add the right ingredients to make the smooth stop. So that's basically well, what that I'm, pudding was, was a smooth. 
Even though they already had the smooth several seasons ago, I refused to acknowledge it because they did a bad job. It was stupid. What I'm I'm saying is that's what it looked like visually, her jumping into it. Oh, for me visually, it looked like. For me visually, it was like Scrooge McDuck and his money bin. but, But then again, I haven't watched... Sailor Moon Crystal since the very first season when I was disgusted with the lack of effort they put into animating it. And the crappy voice cast. Because while all the all the voice all the voice actors are decent in their own right, but they're just not appropriate for the characters they play in the show. Things got better in the third season when they didn't have when when they weren't pumping them out every two weeks. They got better. Yeah, and why did they pump them out? Why were they trying to like like pump them out as they went? We've waited eleven. We waited what eleven, twelve years and for another they, Sailor Moon cartoon. Had, we could have waited funny, a little bit longer for it to be all the way done. And actually, no one would have known. Funny because they had announced it, and then they kept pushing it back. Well, during that time they were pushing it back, they could have been freaking animating, like seasons one, two, three, four. They could have had season five already done. And and again, I I I cannot forgive the casting. I don't I don't care how popular these voice actors are or are not right now. Cher Bear will never be Usagi to me. Period. End of story. And as much as I love Fujiko from Lupin the Third, Fujiko is not Luna. I will never acknowledge Fujiko's voice as Luna's voice. Yeah, it is a little bit hard to listen, but but yeah, when they got to the um to giving the gifts, um Pink um Twilight I loved how Pinkie Pie yelled, Twilight, this is your gift Flash <laughs> And then The two dolls were given, uh-huh. and they were just like horrifying. And I was so glad when Discord just went zap zap, <laughs> kind of like they no longer exist. I loved how I mean, Pinkie Pie and Spike inevitably were the only one to successfully gift give. Yep. Even even after poor Spike was used to lure the Chinzilla away from everybody, I feel so sorry for him. <laughs> oh, you'd think he'd be used to it by now, being a sidekick and all. <laughs> but you would think that since Applejack had already bought the comic book, that she thought was unenchanted, she would have given that to him. 
you know. And she'd already bought it. I mean, there was no reason to give him the stupid doll. That made no sense. Yeah. But overall, I mean, I liked it well enough as far as a Christmas special goes. Because, again, I I liked being able to relate to a character having anxiety over the holidays. And I liked the reindeer. Really, the the, the anxiety and the reindeer saved it for me. Well, the anxiety, the the act, and the reindeer. The song was great that that Spike eventually wrote for Rarity. And as you're watching all of the scenes that they were showing, I'm sorry, but to me, that seems more like a series finale type thing than, hey, here's just a like a random Christmas special type thing. I felt like the uh, end of season seven felt like a series finale to me. But alas, no. We won't know until next year whether or not they're going to bring it back. Have a ninth season? I mean, this may have been their way of saying, hey, you know what? We're done. We're going to finish it off with this, with a Christmas special and then end it because that's how it kind of felt to me, especially with that song because it so closely resembled, it so closely resembles the opening theme song. But in a way that is kind of like saying, hey, you know what, we've come this far. I don't know. It it did not feel like a series finale to me. It just felt like another episode. It just felt like a Christmas episode. I really, I really didn't... Get, didn't get any special feelings beyond, oh, look, it's a cute Christmas special. Even though there's a big chunk in the middle there when I was just going, what the hell? <laughs> Come on, guys. Who wrote this? Don't allow your writers to have spiked eggnog while they're in the middle of writing an episode. <laughs> Come on now. We know better. Come on. Yeah. Of course, I mean, in the words of Vex from the Thieves Guild in Skyrim, here's the order. Do the job first. Get drunk second. Yeah. Clearly, someone got confused. But, I again, reindeer and... And reindeer that were basically the three fates um, can't can't be mad at that. Just and again, love, mad at um, the fact that they will never be made into actual toys. And I love Hasbro they, sucks at making toys now. When they flew off 
it really did look like the Aurora Borealis. Yeah. When they flew. That that was a really nice touch. Oh, and I love the fact that they're flying reindeer. They're well, not just course. three three magical reindeer in general because they have psychic powers. No, no. They're three flying psychic reindeer. Well, of course, the Aurora Borealis is a, is a celestial body, so of course they'd have to fly. Yeah, and I saw that episode of Rudolph's shiny New Year. No, that was Rudolph's adventure with Mm-hmm. No, Rudolph Summer in July, that's what it was. Anyway, one of those those God. those less good Rudolph spin-offs. But anyway, yeah, we we discussed Slide and Christmas and the Aurora Borealis, but God, I like cheese. I'm cranky. I have a kitty. I have a kitty and my hands hurt, but that's okay. Okay, I'm quite shocked. I thought this grape pop was going to taste like grape, like grape medication. What does it taste like, in fact? It tastes like just a subtle pop. They must use actual grape juice as opposed to purple. Okay, wait a minute. This is... Okay, this is not actually Japanese. Is it Korean? No, it says product of Japan, but everything on it is in English. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, ever ever since the early noughties, like, Japan has realized that having no culture of our own, we need other people's culture, so they've started marketing to us. Well, see, no, the other the other bottles of pop, I get everything, but, like, um, the name of the company is in Japanese. Uh-huh. Except for maybe the flavor of the pop. Like, I have uh, peach ginger ale here. Uh-huh. From Canada Dry, and the only thing on here that's in English is Canada Dry, pink ginger ale, and that's it. Everything else is in Japanese. Yeah. What's your point? Hold on, let me take a look at the other bottle that I've gotten. I wonder if the comp is actually not a Japanese company. That he got that box from. It is is it Romane? Are are you drinking Romane? Or is it something different? The thing said Romane. Then yeah, it's the Romane. It's just it's the just that Romane? they've made it's just that they've made 
some bottles that are all in English because they know that Americans are totally into that now. Okay, because the other one that's like takiyaki or octopus ball flavored, that one's all in Japanese. Well, yeah, because there is no way an American's going to go for that flavor. Well, see, that one's definitely... But Americans love grape. Don't they? Don't they, my little baby kitty? Yes, don't they? Yes. Yeah. But it doesn't taste like the the regular like grape pop that you're used to. I certainly hope not. That stuff is disgusting. But I was kind of a little hesitant about the peach ginger ale. Because I was thinking peach and ginger ale. Uh, I like ginger ale, but I don't know about peach flavored. It's actually really good. But, yeah, that is the best gift ever. Friendship is magic episode. Once it was past Halloween, I actually liked it. It's not an episode that I would watch any other time of the year. It's probably not an episode I will watch very often again because as much as I like the reindeer the most of the story was annoying because of making the characters dumb That's but true. there are other heartwarming Eve's Eve episodes that I like more like I like the original one where we learn about the history of Equestria yeah and I actually have that one on DVD now, see that one's a, that one's a good holiday favorite right there. Oh yeah. But yeah, I really see, think they. May, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, and that reminds me of another toy, or or toys that Hasbro could have made but they didn't. Wendigos. Although I have oh, to tell yeah. you, I have a friend who's Cherokee. And she had heard about that episode and watched it, and she was like, these are not Wendigos. Okay, yeah. I know they're not, they're not really Wendigos, but it's, 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 it's like a play because, like, wind. She's like, but, but these aren't Wendigos. It's, Wendigo is an actual part of, like, Cherokee mythology, and, and these are not Wendigos. <laughs> like, okay. I concede. They appropriated your culture and turned them in to wind ghost horses. Well, actually, if you look at them, they kind of remind you of um, the three sea ponies. The three sea ponies. Yes, the sirens. They had that kind of... 
that kind of look. I, can, can you believe there are still people, there are still bronies out there that don't realize the sirens are sea ponies? Yeah, that try and oh, argue yeah. with me and tell me that they're dragons? And I would, st- I, w- I would stand there and say, um, Spike is a dragon. Correct. Yeah. Do they look like the, Do they look like Spike? No. Do they look like a seahorse? Yeah. Well, see, they're like, no, it looks like a sea dragon. I'm like, and sea dragons are also called seahorses with the 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 genus of hippocampus, which means seahorse. Yeah. Leafy sea dragons actually a seahorse. Under the, 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 the genus Hippocampi. <laughs> they have hooves. Their front legs have hooves. Not claws. Yeah. Sirens are mermaids. So obviously they have to be a sea animal. Yeah, but most of these are boys that only like Gillies and the male versions of Greek mythology. Heracles. Heracles. He was named after Hera because his mom was hoping that if she named her son after Hera, Hera wouldn't be such so so vengeful. Well, see, technically, she shouldn't have been vengeful on the kid because it was her man who was taking and stepping out on her. Well, I'm I'm still irritated that people still, like, spin that whole, and Hera was jealous. Jealous Hera. No, she wasn't jealous. She was pissed because her man was a whore. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, kids. Yeah, we're Forgot. not the ponies after dark yet. <laughs> we still have about uh, six more minutes before that. We've been, no, I mean any anybody would be mad if their spouse cheated on them, especially if he did it multiple times. That's not called being jealous. That's called righteous anger. Yes. And unfortunately, anyway. they turned it around. Disney actually turned it around and made Hera his mother. I know, which totally ruins the story, but whatever. Disney can't just leave. Disney can't not tweak a story to give it a more family-oriented feel. Like, that is their whole shtick. Actually, no, what it is is they can't keep their hands off of a property and not Disney-fy it. Yeah, make it family-oriented. That's not their, That's not the idea. It's, the, it's a whole thing of Disney-fying things. It has but to be Disney-fying Disney things way. is... But Disney-fying things is basically taking something that's really dark 
and making it happy. So in Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, you know, they just cut out the part where the at the end of the once once Snow White wakes up that the evil queen put into shoes made of hot iron that hurt so much that she throws herself off a cliff to end it all. And they they, they skip the the part where the evil queen tries three times to kill Snow White. And they had to they had to make George Lucas remake certain scenes to make Greedo shoot first. Let's not get into the who shot first. Let's not let's 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 not do that. Let's not do that. Which made the whole thing in solo about how Woody Harrelson taught solo to shoot first. Make absolutely no sense. What? 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 Who? What? Woody Harrelson. What are you talking about? If you watch Solo, Woody Harrelson's character was the person who taught Han Solo to shoot first. I haven't seen him solo yet. He told him, always be the one to shoot first, kid. Which, if you have the original, uncut version, it makes sense. Which I do. I actually have all three of the original movies uncut. Well, yeah, but... That's neither here nor there. But, um, no, so. it just, Disney takes things that are dark and scary and makes them cleaner and happier. So they change Pocahontas from a 14-year-old into an adult so that it doesn't seem creepy when she's married off to a white guy later. Well, actually, um, she, never, she never actually got married to him. No, she, no, not to John Smith. She marries some other guy and gets taken to to England where she's supposed to be an example of how the British can civilize the primitives of the New World. It was, it was awful. It was awful. And she died. And she died. An early death because she was exposed to a bunch of European diseases that they've never been exposed to. Anyway. Oh, that must have been part two then. Yeah, part two. Except they didn't give that the sad ending either, to the best of my knowledge. No, she had a happily ever after. Yeah. Which, no, if, if, Anyway, speaking of Fred says I'm complaining. Axel movie. When is that coming out on DVD? And Sleeping Beauty, like when Sleeping Beauty wakes up, she's a hundred years old, and like everybody she's ever known has like died of old age. But in 
in the Disney movie, she's only asleep for like a few days and the whole castle falls asleep with her. And they all wake up at the same time and nobody realizes any time has passed. Now, Disney just has a tendency to make everything happy and family-friendly. That's their shtick. Yep. Anyway, it is 7 o'clock, and I promised Melody we'd decorate the tree. So I'm afraid I can't do ponies after dark today. That's okay. I've got to get going anyway. I've got to take my meds and hopefully be able to get up a little bit earlier tomorrow so that I can get up before 7 on Tuesday. God, that's going to be horrible. Yeah, I need to be able to get up in the morning, too. And apparently Fred can't tell the difference between me awake and asleep anymore, so So, we'll see how that um, goes. Are you going to watch the last episode of Season 8? I suppose. Do I have to watch any of the other episodes in order to understand the context of what happens in the last episode? You can watch see you can watch episode one and episode in the last episode. That's about it. All right. They'll pretty much round 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 up the entire season. Because I mean, I really my interest in the show died once they wrote the episode with Moon Dancer. I will never forgive them for that. Season 8 was actually good because of the fact that it wasn't just the main six constantly. They would have episodes with this one group of six characters, but it wasn't the main six. Well, see... I don't mind the main six, really. I just... But but it's after a while. It's kind of like, how much more can you do? I don't know. I watched all the seasons of Home Improvement, and there was only five characters in that. Six counting Al. Well, I meant, I mean, how many different storylines can you do? I mean, you start repeating things over and over again. I don't know. Surely they haven't stolen everything from My Little Ponytails yet. No. Has there been one where they wouldn't let boys in the treehouse yet? Because pretty sure that was in My Little Ponytails. No, they've let boys into the treehouse. (laughs) Alright, well anyway, I'm going to let you go. I've got to Calm down a crying toddler. Well, I guess she's not a toddler anymore. She's five. What do you call that? Is that just a kid? Yep. (sighs) Yep, that's what she is. Oh, she's she's developed an emotional attachment to Fred's um, iPhone 5. We just upgraded our both of our phones. Apparently, we've we've 
personified that phone now, and we're not getting rid of Daddy's phone. It's okay. It's okay. We're still going to use that phone for other things. We just won't use it as a phone. All right. I got to let you go. Okay. Pony night nights. Pony night nights. This is Kim Monod, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. Is that it? Are we alone? Ah. Well, till next week, happy pony hunting. Good night. <laughs>